Welcome to the I Have ADHD podcast, where it's all about education, encouragement, and coaching for adults with ADHD. I'm your host, Kristen Carter, and I have ADHD. Let's chat about the frustrations, humor, and challenges of adulting, relationships, working, and achieving with this neurodevelopmental disorder. I'll help you understand your unique brain, unlock your potential, and move from point A to point B. Hey, what's up? This is Kristen Carter, and you're listening to the I Have ADHD podcast bonus episode. Come one, come all, have I got a story for you. I asked myself this morning, self, what is the highest use of your time today? Which is an amazing question. I highly recommend you asking yourself that. My answer was this. I'm going to share a completely embarrassing and shame-inducing story with you. Sounds like fun, right? No, not at all. But I do think it will be timely and meaningful and valuable to you. So here we are. Welcome to this bonus episode. I made a huge embarrassing mistake last week and I immediately wanted to die, die, die. Like I just wanted to dissolve in a puddle and disappear forever. Um, And so I'm going to tell you all about it. Now, the backstory is kind of long, but it is important, so I want you to stick with me, okay? So every good story has five key components, characters, setting, plot, conflict, resolution, and I need you to hang with me while I set the scene, okay? So this month in focus, March 2021, we are offering a huge bonus, okay? So every new member who joins will be mailed, not one, but two workbooks. I'm calling it the double book bonus. And it used to be that we would ship workbooks every month, but we don't do that anymore. We've got like a million reasons why, but now we just ship once a quarter. So four times a year instead of 12. Uh, A huge part of the reason for this is that we've received a lot of feedback that members were getting workbook overwhelmed. Like it was just too much, too many workbooks. So we cut it down to once a quarter and the quarter is about to end. So the end of March is the end of the first quarter, which is the end of the double book bonus. So it's happening now in March. So of course, as an entrepreneur and the leader of this amazing focus community, one of my roles is to invite people to join us into this totally transformational program. All right. So that sets the scene, right? So here's the plot. I've been working for like two weeks on what we entrepreneurs call a launch. Now, don't forget, I have ADHD. So doing anything in advance is not easy for me. It's painful. Like, childbirth painful and I've had three kids. Okay. So I think y'all sometimes forget that your girl has ADHD, but I totally, totally do. So I wanted to create this three-day launch at the end of the month, the 29th, 30th, and 31st of March that would really get people excited about joining our community. So I decided that I was going to do this launch. I was going to make it this like really fun, enticing book bonus at the end of the month, month, month happens to be today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. I did a ton of strategic planning around it, okay? I carefully thought out emails. I created a whole journey for my email list to go through where I explained the launch, and I invited everyone to opt in, right? I wrote eight, you guys, eight emails in advance. It was excruciating. I'm not a do things in advance kind of girl, but I really forced myself to grow and to be strategic. And I crafted and planned and polished these emails. And I am telling you, they are good, like really good. 
Now stick with me because I'm going to get to my huge embarrassing want to die mistake. That's the part of the story where we call it the conflict and it's coming right after I finish setting the plot for you. So plot continued. I spent hours on crafting this launch. I'm not used to doing things strategically like in advance. And I was like, I'm going to be the kind of person who does things strategically. I'm going to become the person who does things in advance. I tried to really make sure that the emails were life changing, that they included a ton of value so that even if the person reading it had no intention of opting into focus, which would be totally fine, they would still get transformation from it. Okay. And that takes a lot of energy y'all. And I did it for eight emails. So finally on Thursday, after working for two weeks, I was done. I completed the email sequence. I was so proud. So Friday morning, I waltz into my office. I'm super like proud and bougie. And I scheduled all of the emails and I just felt very proud. What's that another, like accomplished, I think is another really good word. Like I felt very accomplished. I set out to craft eight emails. I, I imagined them in advance and I completed them. Like I was patting myself on the back. (sighs) Okay. So I scheduled the emails and I go about my day on Friday and around lunchtime, I have this twinge, like this little teeny tiny inkling. And it told me, hey, you should really check on the email schedule just to make sure it's what you want. And here's the kicker. Um, I didn't didn't feel like it. I was like, yeah, yeah, like I'll do it. You're totally right. I will definitely do that eventually. But why didn't I feel like doing it at the time? Because I was creating a clubhouse account. You guys. I ignored that twinge, that internal knowing, that secret deep down authority of like, hey, you should really check on this because I was distracted setting up a clubhouse. So by the way, I'm on clubhouse now. I have no idea what I'm doing, but if you're on clubhouse, you should definitely follow me at Kristen Carter and be my friend and teach me how to use it. So I'm tinkering on Clubhouse, which really means I'm like changing my profile picture a million times and crafting the perfect bio, which is so dumb, meaningless, meaningless work. And all of a sudden, I notice that I'm getting automatic email replies from people I don't even know. I'm like, wait, what? what is happening? Ding, ding, ding. Like they just keep coming in. Like five or six automatic replies are just like coming in at once. And in that moment, I just knew, I just knew. Now this is where it gets good, all right? Because you guys, you know that feeling when you just start to say, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And you don't even curse, like curse words are not even a part of your vocabulary, but for some reason you just start cursing, right? And your hands get super sweaty and your heart starts beating so fast. And I just knew One of my perfectly crafted launch emails got sent out today, Friday, 100% on the wrong day. So I scramble over to MailChimp, like sweating and cursing and shaking. And there it is, the second to last email, the one that packs like such a big punch was sent out five days early. 
deep breaths, deep breaths for everyone. Some of you are like, you are sweating because you are in this with me, but others of you are like, I don't get it. What's the big deal? This does not sound like a big deal. Like Kristen, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. So I want to like paint this picture for you a little bit because if you're not someone who has an email list or plans launches, it just might not resonate with you. So I'm going to like paint a different scenario for you. Imagine writing an email for work and you're, you're writing it in advance. You tend, you intend to schedule this email for after you've had a conversation with the person, right? So you're like anticipating in advance, okay, we're going to have this conversation and I'm just going to send them this email to follow up, right? So you preemptively write the email because you're like, for once in my life, I'm going to do something in advance. I'm going to write this email in advance so I can like go about my day and not worry about it, okay? And so the email's like, hey, regarding the conversation that we had earlier today, I just want to circle back with the key points, blah, 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 and you list the key points and you fully intend to have the conversation first and the email will just like be sent afterward, right? So you're gonna schedule the email to be sent for after you've had the conversation. But instead of pressing, wow, she said that weird. Um, instead of pressing schedule, you accidentally press send. Okay, you tracking with me? So the recipient gets the email that says, hey, I just wanna circle back about everything that we talked about. You haven't even had the combo yet. You have not even had the conversation. They have no idea what you're talking about. They are confused. Not only are they confused, but you start to think, what do they think about me? They must think that I'm incompetent. They must think that I don't know how to do my job. They must think, and you fill in the blank, right? So now, with my scenario, imagine that you're going to have this conversation with 6,000 people, and you write an email in advance to 6,000 thousand people who you love and you want them to love you back, who you respect and you want them to respect you back. But listen, you haven't had the combo yet. You're writing the email in advance to remind them of a conversation and you say like, hey, remember we talked about XYZ and here are the points and don't forget in today's the last day. And then instead of scheduling it for after you've had the conversation, you accidentally schedule it for before the conversation. They don't even know what you're talking about. So of those 6,000 people, imagine 1,000 people open it. Like you're able to watch the opens in real time and 1,000 people open it too early before you've had the actual conversation, before they even know what you're talking about. Okay. Are you sweating yet? Like I kind of hope you are because I want to really bring you into this. It was brutal. Okay. To make matters worse, the last two lines said something like, Hey, don't forget today's the last day to opt in for our double book bonus. And then there is a beautiful, huge countdown timer. And it wasn't the last day, right? So the countdown timer was supposed to have like a couple hours left on it. Instead, it had five days, (laughs) five days, because Wednesday's last day, March 31st is the last day, right? Not Friday when I accidentally sent this email out, right? So the email says, today's the last day. Here's the countdown timer. And instead of having just a few hours left, it has five days left on it. Like imagine the confusion. I wanted to die. I seriously, I wanted to die. I wanted to disappear. So if you've been here a minute or two, 
you know that I talk about allowing yourself to be imperfect. And I just, ironically, of course, taught a three-class series on overcoming perfectionism in Focused. And that day, that Friday, I had literally led a Focused call on ditching perfectionism. Oh my word. Like, I talk about perfectionism. I'm convinced that we should ditch perfectionism, except here's the thing. Here's what I'm discovering about me. I actually want to be perfect. I can talk about ditching perfectionism until I'm blue in the face, but when it comes down to it, I want to be perfect. I want to do it right. I shame myself and I judge myself when I do it wrong. Can you relate? Oh, I was so ashamed, so embarrassed that my email came out on the wrong day. It said all the wrong things before my people had even had the conversation with me, right? Before that, they even knew what I was talking about. They're like, wait, what? What is happening? Right? I was angry at myself for setting up my gosh darn clubhouse instead of listening to that prompt that said I should check to make sure the emails were scheduled for the right time. And I, maybe you can relate to this, I immediately did that thing where I just started judging myself and berating myself. And I just began to spiral. I had thoughts like, see, Kristen, this is why we don't bother to plan things in advance. This is why we don't even bother to do it because we're just going to mess it up anyway. I'm never going to do that again. And I even went to the point where I was like, of course, this is like such black and white ADHD thinking. I was like, I'm done. I'm canceling the launch. It's over. It's not even a thing anymore. I'm just, it's all over. Cancel it. (laughs) Okay, deep breaths. I want to ask you a question. When you mess up and you start to spiral and you're completely embarrassed, where do you turn? What resources do you have to help you? Who in your life understands that ADHD trauma response where the cursing and the sweating and the shame spiral happens? Who is it that you turn to for judgment-free help and consolation? Because I'm going to tell you, I didn't text my neurotypical best friends. I didn't reach out to my neurotypical husband, and I didn't even call my ADHD sister. I hopped right into the focus community and spilled my guts to my focus coaches. So within minutes, I was able to access empathy solidarity, support, and coaching from coaches with ADHD who have been there. Okay. It was incredible. Paula Engerbretson even popped a Zoom link directly into my DM on Slack and offered to coach me immediately, like in real time as I was spiraling. And you know what? I let her. (laughs) I let her because I knew she'd been there. I knew she would never judge me. I know that she has ADHD. I know that her ability to coach me would be so transformational. And it was. She and the rest of the coaches are the reason why I'm able to show up for you here on this podcast and tell you this story. Because you guys, I didn't die. I wanted to die. I was embarrassed. I was full of shame. I was angry and upset and annoyed, but I didn't die. I was able to get the support that I needed and feel all of the horrible shame feelings and move on with my life. After I got the support and the coaching from Paula and my team, I felt such a release. Yes, this thing happened. Yes, I messed up. 
Yes, it was embarrassing, but it doesn't define me. It's not indicative of of who I am as a person, and no one died because of it, including me. I went home. I ordered Chinese food. I had a glass of wine with my husband, and I thoroughly enjoyed my weekend, not because I decided it was fine that I messed up, not because I disassociated from my mistake. I didn't. Not because I wasn't embarrassed anymore. I still was, but because I was able to process the emotion and make sense of that spiral and get the help and support from people who have been there. So here's the whole reason why I'm telling you all of this. I have three takeaways. Number one, everyone that you are learning from, everyone that you admire, everyone that you consider a teacher, even those people who you think have it all together, they are just human people. Every single person that you look up to is nothing but a flawed human. We all do this thing where we put people on pedestals and then we get disappointed if we see any of their flaws. Please, please do not ever put me on a pedestal. Like I am totally flawed and you're going to be disappointed if you want to hold me to this perfect standard. I can't live up to it. I won't live up to it. And I'm not going to hold myself accountable to live up to it. There has to be room for me to make mistakes. If you hang out with me long enough, if you listen to this podcast long enough, if you're on my email list or Instagram long enough, you will for sure see my flaws. And when you do, I want it to bring you relief, not disappointment. It's so wild. Like We seem to get really upset as a culture when we see people's humanity. Guys, we're all human. Hiding our flaws from each other, hiding our flaws from the world, and pretending that our teachers and our leaders and our mentors don't have flaws doesn't help us, doesn't help anybody, okay? Takeaway number two, please know that your work does not have to be perfect in order for it to be valuable and helpful and change lives. Okay? Like, I know that if you're a neurosurgeon, you got to be pretty close to perfect. If you're a you know, heart surgeon, you got to be pretty close to perfect, but don't trick yourself into believing that perfection is even an option for you. See, that's where I went wrong. I was like, if I do this far enough in advance, if I spend enough time on this, it will be perfect. And that's where I went wrong. No, I'm still a human person and I'm still going to have flaws. Okay. Even with all of the polishing in the world, You're also a human person with flaws and your work is going to be flawed and that's okay. It can still help a lot of people. So please remember this mistake that I made as an example, like, oh, Kristen is a successful entrepreneur helping thousands of people and she messes up. That means that I don't have to be perfect before I start offering my value, my work into the world. Okay. Remember what Brooke Castillo always says, B minus work can change the world. Takeaway number three, if you don't have people who completely understand you and can be a lifeline to you when you inevitably mess up and feel shame and embarrassment for it, you need to find them fast. I'm not just talking about like a friend group who will be nice to you and feel sympathetic toward you. I'm talking about a group of adults with ADHD who have been there, who can literally feel your pain and understand that trauma response and offer support in a way that someone with a neurotypical brain simply cannot do. Guys, 
knowing that I could go straight to people for support who fully understood my drama. I I barely explained myself and they just got it. It was everything to me. It changed, I think, my whole weekend and even like the progression of this moving forward because because of that, I've been able to wrap my head around this mistake and then talk about it to you. (laughs) So here's the part where I say to you, if you don't have a space like that, if you need a community that totally gets you, that you can turn to for support or even to celebrate you, that you finished your laundry or did your dishes or got down to inbox zero or didn't spend impulsively when you wanted to, focused is that place for you, my dudes. Whether you decide to opt in now and get the special bonuses that we're offering at the end of March here, or whether you decide to join us in the future, just know that we're waiting for you. We're waiting to include you. We're waiting to support you. We're waiting for you to mess up just so that we can tell you that we understand, just so that we can normalize those mistakes for each other, just so that we can say, hey, we've been there. We got you. So if that sounds delicious to you, go to IHaveADHD.com slash focus to opt in. We would love to have you. And remember, if you're listening in real time and you want to take advantage of this double book bonus, opt in before Thursday, April 1st, and you will be mailed two amazing masterpiece workbooks that will change your life. They are so incredibly valuable and some extra goodies because I just love sending presents. All right, my friends, that's it. I hope that this brought you so much value and that you could totally relate to my pain. I will see you next time. Bye-bye. If you're being treated for your ADHD, but you still don't feel like you're reaching your potential, you've got to join Focused. It's my monthly coaching membership where I teach you how to tame your wild thoughts and create the life that you've always wanted. No matter what season of life you're in or where you are in the world, Focused is for you. All materials and call recordings are stored in the site for you to access at your convenience. Go to IHaveADHD.com slash focused for all the info.